0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, and a welcome to Availing Ministries' Ignite Prayer Call. I am your humble servant leader, Prophetess LaTarsha Pratt, and we are, again, excited. We are humbled. We are grateful this morning um, to be on the call. Uh, Welcome to all of you who have called in, who pressed their way to be on the call this morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, And those who will be joining us via the replay. Um, Once again, we welcome you, everyone, um, all of God's kingdom people. Welcome, welcome, and welcome. Um, Today's call, um, I'm excited about the prayer because I say that every Monday because I really am truly excited. Um, about the prayer focuses that God has been uh, giving us Um, that's really just been a blessing to me personally, and I pray that is also a blessing to you. The title of the focus or the the place we're going to be speaking from this morning is um, The Open Door. Our prayer focus this morning is concerning the open door, and we find that in a very familiar scripture Um, which is 1 Corinthians 16 and the ninth verse. And this morning I'm going to be reading that from the King James. I know I normally come from the Amplified. But I'm going to be reading that one from the King James um, because it's really familiar to us all. So 1 Corinthians 16, chapter Ninth verse, for a great door and effectual is opened unto me, and there are many adversaries. Um, Like I said, a very familiar scripture, but God always gives us a very relevant um, take on the verses of scripture. So here it is. Let me get right into it. Here it is. Paul is talking to the Corinthian church. Um, and if you read, of course, um, the preceding verses, he will—you'll uh, just see him giving basically an itinerary um, concerning what he um, was up to and what he's up to now. So, in this particular verse, well, it, uh, in the eighth verse, he um, is, he identifies um, wh- where he is and why he's writing to them, and and then he. Uh, States that he happens to be in Ephesus at the time, or that he is F in Ephesus at the time. Um, but in the eighth verse, he says, "I'm going to stay here um, at Ephesus until Pentecost." Um, that's that's a, a, a statement <laughs> we don't normally look at, but um, it is very it's a very powerful statement and it's power packed. Um, why is he staying at Ephesus, right? The ninth verse, of course, says, for a great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. This is the reason he is staying at Ephesus. Why is that significant? Because Ephesus was one of the most paganistic and idolatrous cities of the time, right? And at this time, remember, this was when the church um, was very new being birthed um, and being established. So, um, the, the, the different territories were being evangelized, and, and that was part of Paul's work, right? So, even after they started establishing these churches, one of the hardest cities, the other significant part is, Ephesus was one of the hardest, um, cities to evangelize because it was so deeply rooted in idolatry and paganistic practices. So there was a stronghold of idolatry in that region. Um, and this is critical for us to know because um, uh, this is not just trivia, but this is critical for us to know in this portion of scripture. Um, so when Paul referred to I'm staying at Ephesus, and then he jumps to say there's a great open door um, that God has presented him with um, opportunity, Um, and that opportunity is connected to his assignment. So that's very important for us to remember. Um, A lot of times when we look at opportunities, watch this, we look at the opportunity as a way out of something or a shift and a change. Um, which means that um, we're going to step into something, but we're going to be finished with something. In this particular, in, in, um, this particular verse of Scripture, though, um, the opportunity presented itself because it was connected to his assignment, which meant that there was not going to be an end to the assignment. Um, actually, the assignment is going to be expanded by the opportunity so uh this was not an end to something um for paul but this was an additional uh thing that god uh, like i said connected to his assignment an additional uh place an additional territory something um that was connected to expand um the territory so what is the reason for the door um the reason for the door is that Paul was the vessel, the specific, the specific vessel that was anointed for that time to evangelize Ephesus. Again, Ephesus which was rooted in idolatry. And so him consistently preaching the gospel over time began to uproot this idolatry. So once again, that that's the reason I said this opportunity was presented in connection with his assignment for him to um, come into contact with the the root of the issue in that region and for him to begin to saturate um, that particular area with the preaching of the gospel so that the area could be delivered and set free from um, idolatry. So what Paul is saying here, there's a great and effectual door, or a great door, is open up to me, okay, specifically, right? Which means as a result of him being steadfast in his assignment, now an opportunity is being presented. Now, let's look at this door. The door is a metaphor, of course, for opportunity. Um, but let's, at, let's look at we, the, the word me, Here the Greek word for me, not to say, I don't use the Greek to sound smart, but this is um, specific to what we're talking about. Here the Greek word for me is M-O-I, which is pronounced moi, which means unique to me or for me. So when he's saying a greater... um, affect your doors open to me, he's basically saying this is specifically an opportunity um, for me connected to my specific assignment. So, plainly speaking, this specific door is connected to Paul's specific assignment. The assignment was also specific and unique to Paul according to his spiritual DNA. In other words, this is what he was born to do. The opportunity is what was was another um, way God blessed him, or added another tool to his toolbox or his wheelhouse, um, uh, uh, to be able to do what he is called to do, what he was purposed to do in this earth. So this is his, according to his spiritual DNA, his spiritual makeup, which means that according to who God has created him to be and molded him to be according to all of the things he has gone through um, until this point, and it was preparation for him to do this particular work. So why am I bringing this point out? Because we all have to understand that we each have a call, and, uh, and our call is unique in nature to who we are in God and in the kingdom, but also who we were born to be and what we were born to do. So those things that come to make us the things that come to prepare us the things that god allows to discipline us um, and the parts of that process that come to equip us all the things the bible says that work together for the good of them who are called according to his purpose so this is a part i want to stop here and encourage each and every one um like i always say we're all on a journey all of us are being made we're being developed Um, We're being uh, strengthened um, in our walk, in our faith walk. Um, We know that it's progressive. So um, all of the the places that seem to be hard places that uh, we have gone through or the places that we thought, Um, that there was time wasted or something was wasted or um, what was the point of going through it. All of the things the Bible says work together for the good of them who are called um, to basically equip us for what we are called to do. Nothing wasted, okay? Nothing is wasted. So um, let's look at this as well. So we we know that all of these things, um, this door, this assignment is unique to Paul, this is also um, important for us in relations to other folk. Um So um, here Paul, um, nobody else was able to penetrate. This is the other <laughs> Nobody else was able to penetrate what was going on in Ephesus. Very important. We have to understand what we're called to do, what we're prepared to do, what we are equipped to do. Right what God um has anointed us to do, that means that Paul was able to go in this very difficult environment and not be consumed by the region because he had already been equipped to do this work every you you know everybody can't is not equipped for every um assignment or every region, and this is where a lot of people get in trouble. Um, in the church, in the in the kingdom, because you're sitting over there watching Paul do his thing, and it looks easy because this is what God has given him the ability to do. Remember, the anointing makes it look e- make this thing look easy because it's not us; it's God um, superimposing His divine nature and his power um, overlaying our our lives that uh, causes um, these things to look as if it's an easy thing. So someone who was not equipped, who was not prepared, who has not been disciplined, who has not been matured, um, can look at Paul and say, oh, I can go do what he's doing. Nope, you're going to get swallowed up. Nope, that's not your call. Nope, that's not your anointing. Nope, and that's not your opportunity right? It was specific to, that means that whatever God was doing for Paul doesn't necessarily apply to our neighbor. Whatever he's doing for me does not necessarily apply to you. Whatever he's doing for you does not necessarily apply to me. So it had to be Paul. God anointed and prepared Paul for this work. So this opportunity was open unto Paul. And Paul recognized this um, even though the work had not completely been done, he recognized that this was just the next phase of this assignment right so um, the other thing is because he was equipped for this, and this was his assignment um he had the discernment to recognize this, so we may when it's yours, when it belongs to you, when it's your time and your assignment and your opportunity, you're able to discern or um, perhaps more in, have more insight into a situation um, than others that might be standing right next to you again because we said it may not be for your neighbor um, so it doesn't mean that they're not called they're just not called to this doesn't mean that they're not anointed just not means that um, this is one of the tools in your toolbox god has given you to be able to identify these things you're able to identify shifts You're able to identify change. You're able to identify movement. You're able to identify the other factors um, in this area, in this door, in this territory, um, in this assignment because of the work you are called to do. God opens up these things to you to enable you to effectively um, do what you are called to do. So Paul also calls it a great door, which means that it is huge or massive. This is a huge, uh, massive opportunity. Um, the other reason he refers to it as great was this was something that had never been done before. This was something that had never happened before. This was a door of opportunity um open to Paul that had never been open before. There had never been this kind of access. This was a groundbreaking, historical, opportune moment for Paul. So also in reference to this door, the word open here means that this was a door that was already standing wide open, meaning that Paul had complete and total access. This is not something that he had to fight for He didn't have to work for it. He didn't have to kick a door down, right? He didn't have to break a door in. God did not have to create a door where there was no door. It was open to Paul. He had complete and total access. He was free to step right through this door, um, again, because he was assigned to it. He also said that the door was effectual, which means um, effective, forceful, active, powerful. Amen. He created this unique, great, awesome opportunity that was very effective, very powerful, very active. Ultimately, um, the synonyms for dunamis powerful. Um, The dunamis uh, was connected or was. Uh, um available um for Paul um through walking through this door okay all of these words which means that there was a divine all of these words um signify that there was a divine release of God's power an elevated way to glory if you will that flooded this environment right why? right? That, because this is what God does. He releases this dunamis um, in this time, place, and upon this person because Paul is the right person who is in the right place at the right time. He is in the right head space. He is in the right heart space um, with proximity to God. He has insight to recognize that God is using him to flood the environment or change the atmosphere with supernatural power, with the supernatural power of God. This is very important for us to understand that, once again, the release of this dunamis, the release of this power, um, God releases his power at this designated time, at this designated place there are times and um, situations when it is not his will for certain things to take place. And we have to understand that if we're um, resigned or or we're in a place where it seems like we're trying to force something or something is becoming really hard as far as the work getting done and um, what we are called to do, sometimes it's because that what God put in you and on you it's not for the place that you're in. Um, I gave a, a testimony when I was there uh, in Miami for um, Iron Sharp as Iron that I made several attempts to release what God is doing in my life now and was never able to do it. It was not successful. Um, and I didn't realize until this particular um time where it seems so very easy now is because that was not the designated time that was not the designated place for me to release what God had put on my life and what I was assigned to do um so it's very significant in this instance to understand that when it is God when it is you when you are in the right place when you have been prepared when you have been disciplined when you have been matured and equipped for um, that that place at that time, then you will have free access and the dunamis will flow because God has an intention to change that environment. So when you're in the right place, when you are rightly aligned, we don't have to force anything. Um, we just have to make sure we are positioned properly. Our physical, physical location and our spiritual location are lined up. Because God is using us to change the atmosphere. It is with purpose, right? So in order for the atmosphere or the environment, the climate, the spiritual climate to be changed, we know that when the spiritual climate is changed, then the physical climate is changed. Everything in the community is going to be changed, and this is the intention of God. This is why God... Had Paul there, this is why Paul remained in Ephesus um, to continue being steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. That particular scripture applies here in the work of the Lord. Abounding means to grow. Um, Abounding means um, to not just grow, though, but it's like by leaps and the word bounds, right? You're going forward with with force. Um, and you're making an impact and you have momentum, um, like I said, because dunamis is released. Um, that means God is flooding this environment um, at this time that allows us to be continue um, and to be steadfast and continue to be victorious, continue to overflow. The power of God continues to overflow while we um, um, are remaining steadfast. Um, and doing what we are called to do. Um, Once again, here, Paul, the other thing is Paul makes reference to there being many adversaries. And I've heard this preached so many times, and then we refer to haters and all of those other things, but it's so much more than that and not as deep as that, the other thing is, because we start making stuff personal when we start talking about haters. This is not necessarily a hater um, reference. Um, but there are adversaries, what I call opportunists, of course, um, also are also coming to come after the opportunity. You know, we have those people that are laying around in wait to steal your blessing or to steal your opportunity. These are the people he was talking about. They're there. There are many adversaries. They're there. Um, And they are there to distract you. That's how they can steal it, to distract you. Because they can't take it from you. They don't have that power. But they are here to distract you. Now, remember, it doesn't mean that they're harmless. They are hostile. They are sneaky. They are deceptive. They are laying in wait to strike. They are laying in wait to deceive. They are laying in wait to attack and to try and pry your blessing or trick you out of your blessing or opportunity, right? Try to take it right out of your hand, that now, watch this because they have strategy. They come pretending to be friendly so that they can get close enough to try and use you to steal your opportunity for themselves. It's sad, but it's true. This is a reality of life, and unfortunately, it does happen in ministry, and it happens a lot. Because we put our we let our defenses down when it comes to the bras or the sisters. Um, you know, everybody calling you bra or sis is really not your bra or your sis. So we have to be discerning. Okay. They come pretending um to be friendly so that they can get close enough to, to take it from you. Um, the Bible refers to them as heel grabbers and we call them bandwagon riders. You ever seen that person? <laughs> I don't want to go too deep in this. Uh, we call them bandwagon riders. Um, they want to jump on that train. You know, all of a sudden they pop up. All of a sudden, hey, bro, hey, sis, you know, they've been watching you from afar. And they come with that, hey, bro, sis, oh, my God. You know, I just see how the Lord is using you. See how the Lord is a blessing. It's such a blessing. They trying to connect. You know, they use that as an opportunity. And we, Oh, praise God. You know, all of those things. And this is my sister and my brother. What What you got going on? Watch it. <laughs> all right, let me move. Uh, watch it. They wanna jump on the train, honey. They wanna um they wanna they they wanna ride that momentum because they can see that it's God moving in you. They can see what God is doing, they see the progress, they see the effect. That's the other thing. Stop downplaying who you are, stop downplaying the impact that God is making through your life. Um, it's effective enough for somebody that's um on the sidelines who is not putting the work in, who has not made the sacrifice, who has not um, aligned themselves properly to want to take it. So it's effective. Something is going on. A difference is being made. So let us um, also make sure we protect that. We're we're discerning when it comes to these things, right? So they want to jump on your train. They want that that momentum. God has blessed you to move freely in after you have suffered sacrifices and waited on God. I often call these folk um, the fruit stealers. They come to pluck the fruit from your tree and run ahead of you to present it as if they they produced it, okay? So we have to watch and pray, even in this open-door season. Um, now, understand, though, that they do not have the power, right, to stop you. The, the scripture says there's a great and an open-door. Um, and there are many adversaries. They are, they 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 don't have the power to stop you, right? But they are there to distract. So when when it comes to the adversary, we're aware that they are there, but that's they're not our focus. This is the reason you will not hear me. Um, Having hater conversations and talking about haters because we give that too much energy. We talk more about the haters and the adversaries than the actual opportunity or the open door or what God is doing to bless us in this assignment to move forward in this momentum. It is for us to be aware that they are there, and for us to make sure we don't allow them access. But it doesn't—it's not there to stop us from going through the door or for flowing through this this access God has given us. So we know they're there, but they can't stop anything. The only way it will stop is if you allow it to stop you, which means that you give it power or you give the enemy a foothold in um, in this in this environment and at this time. So, um, and at this place, I'm going to uh, get ready to pray. So let us just remember that our open door is specific to us. God has given us the access needed in order for us to continue in this assignment. Of course, there are other opportunities through this great and open door that are connected to this major opportunity. So that means that there are doors behind the door that we also will have access to, and that will enable us to be effective um, in completing our assignment um, on this earth. So this is the purpose of that great and effectual door or that groundbreaking opportunity. At this time, let us pray. Let us go before the throne of grace. Father, we give you glory we give you honor. We give you praise. We magnify you, God, in this moment. We are grateful, hallelujah, for your presence. We are grateful that you elected us at this time to be here, to be to receive um, your word, to receive clarity, to receive wisdom, to receive insight, to receive instruction, to receive strength. Oh God, at this place in our journey, we come before you humble, Lord God, humbling ourselves, posturing ourselves um, in a place to ask for forgiveness for anything that we have done or said um, that is outside of your will, outside of your word, and outside of your plan. Anything we've done to misrepresent your character, forgive us, oh God, creating us a clean heart, renewing us a right spirit. Purges, washes with hyssop, oh God. Uh, we are a people, Lord God, who desire to do what you have called us to do, to be what you have called us to be. But we cannot do this thing without you. This morning, we are looking to the hills. From what cometh our help, we know that all of our help, hallelujah, in every area, thank you, Jesus, in every difficult place, hallelujah we know that all of our help cometh from you O oh god hallelujah we are looking this morning to unto jesus who is the author thank you lord and the finisher of our faith thank you for this day hallelujah and thank you for the provision uh, the thing that you have provided specific to this day, God help us to be aware, lead us to the place of provision hallelujah we We pray peace on this day. we pray, Lord God, that we will move through this day without uh frustration um and aggravation, but through each scenario um each situation as we matriculate through the day you will give us peace you will give us clarity hallelujah and that we will maintain our victory we thank you lord god for this prayer focus the open door hallelujah god thank you for the opportunities god that you have blessed us connected to our unique assignments, these unique opportunities, these unique ways you make for us, these unique places where there there is total access, Thank you for your dunamis. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. That gives us the momentum and the drive and the ability um, to, to complete our assignment. Help us to be even more aware, hallelujah, as you give us insight and wisdom and direction in walking through these opportunities in taking advantage of these opportunities help us to remember that they are connected to our assignment. This is not a place to become comfortable. This is not a place to become complacent. But this is an expansion of territory for us to continue to work to continue to move to remain steadfast hallelujah um and unmovable um as you give us the momentum and the power to complete our assignment that this is another tool in our toolbox in our wheelhouse that enables us to be successful and impactful God, and what you are called to do. We thank you for the, the blessings the, uh, and the abundance um, that is found when we step into these doors um, as we move with free access that there are blessings, hallelujah, and we thank you, God. Make us wise, hallelujah. Give us um, instructions on our stewardship, for what you are blessing us with the resources the finances the connections hallelujah hallelujah the divine connections thank you lord god thank you lord god for the divine connections thank you god that come to be a blessing and to aid us on our journey as we move um, and matriculate to complete our assignment thank you for those people god that you have spoken to their hearts to connect with us to assist us in completing, hallelujah, thank you, God, in completing our assignment. Thank you, Lord God. These are people who also have resources, who also are in a place, God, um, a blessing, and also who are moving in your spirit, uh, hallelujah, with your intention, Father God, who you have sent to help, but also make us aware, Lord God, of those adversaries, Thank you, God, that come to steal opportunity. This is where we need to be sober-minded. This is where we need to have insight. This is where we need to have a wisdom. Um, you said you will make us aware of Satan's least device, holy God. And uh, we uh pray at this time to give us wisdom and insight. Make us aware of these opportunists that come to steal our opportunity God we thank you that we have the victory even in this because you said that what you open no man can close so give us focus hallelujah give us a laser focus on this door this opportunity and completing our assignments. thank you Lord God help us to be wise as the serpent and gentle as the dove Help us to be a few words, slow to speak, even in this place, Father God, that we not give up too much information concerning what you are doing, but that we are discerning, hallelujah, discern. We need to sharpen our discernment. Even in this place, Lord God, once again, God, do not allow us to be comfortable, hallelujah, but help us to be aware as we continue to work just as Nehemiah, hallelujah, one hand on the tool and another on the weapon, remaining watchful and prayerful as we continue the work. Let us not take the bait. The enemy is coming to distract us. He's throwing out bait. He wants us to jump up off the wall. Oh, God, open it up unto us, not to even respond, not to give place to the flesh. Um, Let them have it. Let them speak it. I don't know why I'm picking this up, but whatever words they're speaking and whatever they are doing, just let them do it. Let them talk. That's what the adversaries do. They come to take our attention off of the work, off of the opportunity, off of God, Uh, continue to work, continue to move. We are aware that they are there, but we have the victory. We matriculate and we slide right on by. Thank you, God. Hallelujah in your name. Thank you for the victory in every area. Thank you for the victory in every area. We thank you, God, for the victory in every area. I pray for each person that is on this call at this time and that uh, will be revisiting us via the replay, I pray, Lord God, that they will receive clarity when this word hits their spirit. I pray, oh God, that they will be strengthened when this word hits their spirit. I pray, oh God, hallelujah, that they are made aware, hallelujah, of what you are doing, that you open up unto them what is specific to them, what belongs to them and what does not, what they need to grab hold of and what they need to let go in order to be successful in this assignment. As we matriculate, as we move, uh, hallelujah, with this access and these opportunities through this great and effectual door. God, I pray, Lord God, that you release a fresh anointing on everyone who hears this uh, message, Lord God. Thank you, God. I pray, Lord God, that our faith is strengthened and our our strength is renewed in the name of Jesus and that we move forward in what you have called us to do with joy, with excitement with passion, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that the dunamis that is working around us will also, Lord God, explode on the inside of us, like that fire that Jeremiah made reference to, hallelujah, shut up in our bones, which means that it moves and it causes us to jump up and move, hallelujah, with fervency, hallelujah, to do this work with urgency and fervency in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for fresh oil this morning upon our assignments, Lord God. Thank you for a refreshing upon our lives. Yes, God, give us back the joy of our salvation in the mighty name of Jesus. We are grateful to be a part of the kingdom at this time, thank you for electing us to use our lives, Lord God, to be impactful wherever we wherever we may be, whatever place you have called us to, whatever you have assigned us to. Thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen and amen. Once again, we thank you for joining us on Ignite. Um, prayer calls. We pray that something was said or done that that has blessed you and that gives you more insight into your journey. Remember, we are here every Monday morning at 6 a.m. to ignite, to encourage, and to push you forward into your purpose, your destiny, and your next. God bless you and have an amazing day.